dare you whistle. Ain't no whistling. Well, I, we're not, we haven't started yet. Is he recording? Yeah, I'm recording. Then he started. I started. He's, he's gonna fade us in. No, like, we're not. You, fade, you haven't listened, have you? No, I haven't. Wow. Dude, you're a fake fan. I just, I, I don't, no, I just, I don't want to hear my voice. Honestly, Eric, it's, want... no, it's, we understand, but you weren't in all the episodes. You can't use that excuse yeah, you, for all like of them. There's like four episodes out, and you're in one of them. You're only so, in one of them. You know. Alright, I'll listen to it. Like, relax. You know, empty words, It's not Eric. that deep. Empty words. I need action it's from you. It's not deep. It's pretty deep. At least the wound you've inflicted on me is. It's made me sad. Anyway. <laughs> Welcome to this depressing Hey, everybody! <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to Battle of the Backlog. I'm back. I'm your host, Carlos. I'm joined by... It's me, it's Tyler. I have a deep wound that Uh, Eric has inflicted. And we're also joined by... Me, Eric, and I didn't do anything. You did a lot, Eric. So, this is going to be a little bit more of a relaxed episode, you know, to... Didn't go... We didn't, we didn't get the planning exactly the way we wanted it to be, but you know what? We're still rolling with it, and I don't necessarily have a lot of topics I want to talk about this time. I just want to talk about the games, but I do have uh, something really dumb that I wanted to do to start us off. I have no idea what this is. Yeah, you have no idea. You have no idea. Um, I'm 100% ready. So, so, Tyler, you said your favorite game of all time mm-hmm. is Knights of the Old Republic. Yes. And who developed that game? Uh, what do you mean? Like, in like, general? Bioware. Bioware, right. And what other famous sci-fi series did they make? Mass Effect. Ah, Mass Effect. Okay. Great. Um, Which is one of my top fives. So. What, what, do you, what do you think is, like, the... One of the, the top, like, appealing aspects of uh, Mass Effect? Well, I mean... Like just overall, because sure. I love the character development. The like, characters, like sp- yeah, specifically like so. You say members. specifically like I mean the everybody. companions. Yeah. Well, so I what know. if I told you that I have a list of every single companion in the Mass Effect series? All right, I'm ready. And tell me we're if gonna I kill. we're gonna do the meme. Killer live of the no what oh. no <laughs> the the we're gonna do tears. Mass Effect party members. Uh, okay. Alright. Right. So there's there's gonna be S through uh D. Through S A B C D, right? Okay. But there's gonna be an S plus, right? An S plus? S plus. There can only be one S plus. Only one character's S plus? Yes. Ooh. Okay. Ooh, I think I have a So we're gonna go down. It's in no uh particular order, right? We're just gonna shuffle through, go through and then we're just gonna... You have to... I'm not gonna be part of it. It's gonna be both of you. You have to reach a consensus... All right. ...of which party member is the more... Uh, so should we take a... Are we taking a vote of, like... Oh, you you're gonna say vote. the name, and then... Well, yeah, but we'll, we'll come to a consensus on what, Wait, like, the rank it. is, or, or... Yeah, you both say, like, oh, I think it's an A, and then you think, all right. oh, yeah, it's a B, okay. and then you argue, yada, yada. That sort of thing. I'm ready. Okay, all right. Are you ready? All yes. Right. So, first off... We have, uh, let's do Legion. Oh, a D. He's boring. He died. He, I killed him. I didn't kill him. 
We talked about this the other day. Yeah, we did, actually. Um, That's funny. But he was boring, and the whole, like, the geth, we need to be free, blah, blah, blah. When the... I liked that, but I didn't like Legion spearheading that, to be honest. Yeah, and if it was a choice between, like, because if you mess up, like, spoiler alert, if you mess up and you choose Legion over Tally... Dude, Tally... That's it's, sad. That's very sad. And I'd rather have... Oh, we're gonna briefly go over Mass Effect spoilers, so... It's too I mean, late. We're already in there. I don't know. I guess this is a terrible way to start a podcast. <laughs> Spoiler <laughs> warning, but... I don't know. I mean, this game is like... 10 years old. It's it, I mean, go it's play older it. the first it's pretty one. Old. Pretty the, first, the first one's what? The first one's at least 10 years old. Yeah, is it like, I think it's like 09. No. I think, oh. it's, I think it's 07. Well, oh, it's, yeah, it's because it, that then. Because okay. it came out well after... Um, Kotor 2. Anyways, right. sorry. So Legion is a D. I Legion agree. the Geth commander. Okay. Alright. Uh, next up, we have Saeed Masani. Saeed Masani is the uh, mercenary. <laughs> yeah, the dude with the Australian voice, right? He has an Australian accent. Uh, it's part of the DLC. Isn't he the DLC? Yeah, he is, he the is DLC. a DLC character I only play in Mass Effect 2. I only played I a little don't, bit. I, don't, I never played the DLC for Mass Effect 2, so I can't speak to this. He's the same voice as the angry dude in Spongebob, the the new, uh, what was it, the boating, the boating instructor? Oh, the boating instructor. Yeah, the substitute boating instructor. We don't watch new episodes of Spongebob. It's not new, it was old. Um, Alright, regardless, he's C for me. He's a C tier, just I, for that. I can't speak to that because I don't. Voice really actor. I'm pretty sure it's the same guy. I'm pretty sure it's, you don't remember, he had the, the one eye shark, kept yelling at, he was the, Substitute teacher? Uh, what, nope, whatever, no. fuck it. Don't know what you're talking about. Alright, C tier for Saeed. Okay, next up, let's go to uh, Kate Malenko. D. A. A. Whoa, Discord, Discord. I killed him. He was the first. What? Yeah, I killed him. I feel like actually. No, okay. Here's the thing. In Mass Effect 1, spoiler alert, you have a choice to either save Ashley or Kaden. And Ashley's great. No, she's not. Ashley's not in that racist game. AF. Like, yeah, in like that game she was. And Kaden is like cool, level headed, um, keeps Shepard in line, but Ashley it A. And plus he has biotics and stuff like that. Okay. And his storyline's a lot better than Ashley's because he has, you know, the headaches and you're trying to figure out why Eric you're really not selling me on this being an A, because A is pretty high up. That's high up. That's there. pretty good. But he's you pretty much just said he's not Ashley. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean I Okay, besides the fact that Ashley in the first game was incredibly racist, uh, I did pick Caden to die because he was annoying. And it does, it very much has a lot to do with him being the same voice actor as Karth Onassi in Nice <laughs> the Old Republic. And he is. Oh, he is. The most annoying character yeah. in that game. And so they're the same voice games. actor. That's yes. Cool. And um, yeah, it is cool. Bioware loves him. However, yeah, fuck that guy. He's D tier. No, absolutely not. I disagree. Would you settle for a C? Yes. C tier it is. Alright, C tier for Caden Alenko. But Ashley has to be D. I will that's not my condition. That's... Yeah, I Caden right. has to be of Alright, I'll put Alright, let's just go Ashley. to Ashley. Yeah. So Ashley I put Ashley D that that's fine. D tier? Yeah. yeah, she's just basic, racist. She's just like her mechanically, she's just a soldier, which And in the first I... game she looks ridiculous yeah. in the first she's got some. She weird... looked like isn't she's she's not voiced by Mila Kunis, is she? No, no, no. no, no. She, she kind of reminds like it. she reminds me of Mila Kunis when I see her. In the newer sure games, enough. maybe, but the first game she looked like. How would you describe a hammerhead shark in a human form? 
Yeah. Her that. eyes are just that just far that. apart. <laughs> exactly. That. I did. I. I mean. I. I never. I did pick Ashley to live because um, I wanted to touch her boobles. Yes. Uh, it's, those, it's like, either her, or whatever. This is why seventy percent of your steam is <laughs> See, like my first playthrough was like I picked Ashley, romanced her, and I let her live. But then I realized like, how like you know she wasn't perfect. She wasn't pick. perfect. Wait, no, I didn't. And then I banged, um, I banged um, Liara Tisoni because she's vo- she voices Lightning in Final Fantasy Thirteen. She does. Uh, Interesting. I'm I'm I, I got it all wrong. I forgot. Uh, is um, I didn't uh, save her first because she killed Rex. She does kill Rex. She kills Rex if you don't have enough. Uh, yeah, if you don't points in either direction to, to like be able stop to make her. A, yeah, uh-huh. make a choice. And um, yeah, I was, just, I was like, you know what? Fuck you! I'm going with Caden. I guess I had enough points because Rex yeah. Rex survived. Rex survived in my playthrough. Well, it was in my first. I got to that point and then I. Like did a little bit more, and then I literally restarted the game from the beginning, just so I could save Rex. Wow, because Rex, like, like Rex. Cause Rex is a, great. You didn't have like a oh, it's because of your paragon. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So Ashley's D tier, she's out. Uh, let's go to uh, Thane Krios. Thane is the other DLC character from Mass Effect Two. No. Thane no. is the Drell assassin who has uh, fish cancer. Yeah, wait, no, he, but he, Mass he, he is Mass Effect 2 DLC. He's, Mass Effect 2. he's not DLC, is he not? Tyler. Oh, no, no, he's, no, he's... He's in the base game. Yeah, because I remember oh. you, in Mass Effect 3, you visit him in the hospital, because he's, like, oh, you're right. dying of fish cancer, and if you romance him in Mass Effect 2, uh-huh. as female Shepard, like, you can still continue that romance in Mass Effect 3. Yeah, That's cool. But he dies. But he dies. Yeah, but he dies. Okay, um... So, um, B, B tier. What was his class? He, he was, was uh, uh, the operator. No, he was not an infiltrator. He used the. He was like a vanguard. Yeah. Oh so, yes. But he vanguard. used a sniper rifle instead of a shotgun. Yes. Okay. Because he had biotics. Because he had biotics and like soldier abilities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was, okay. He had a sniper rifle. Right. I do remember that. I, think I never. I never used good for Thane. Yeah. I think I'd almost give him A because I like his loyalty mission with his son. I thought that was like pretty. Dude, that's oh, really yeah. that's really cool and everything, but you don't get a vote here. So, um, B tier, Eric. <laughs> B tier. Wow. <laughs> wow. I remember this. As you should. <laughs> All right, Thane's out of the way. Let's do some Mass Effect Three. Let's do James Vega. Oh, my Hispanic uh, Latino Vega. power, dude. A <laughs> giant Hispanic guy who says loco all the time. Yes. Yeah, he did. But it was kind of. He's also like, a male romance option. It was very like cliche the way he said it. Very like he had to say it. Because, I like, I have um I think because I'm Hispanic, I am doubly um, judgmental, or n- not judgmental. I'm very critical about representation of Hispanics mm-hmm. in media, and so whenever they just sound like a way I'm like nobody talks like that yeah nobody I know talks like that nobody just says loco at the end of a sentence yeah. nobody just like does something like speaks completely in English with like a weird accent and then ends it with one Spanish word nobody does that so whenever I see that I strike off points because it really pisses me off C tier I would say probably C or D I'd say C because he is C. useful at least yes he's and I don't hate I'm, him I, I never used him in a party besides when you had to because he was the first party member right so C tier it is. C works. Okay. He's out of the way. 
Let's go to, um, uh, or not Rex. Uh, S tier. A tier. I mean, like, he's great. But, at, so. The Krogan. Okay, this, this, um, this relationship's not gonna work, Eric. What? It's gonna be, he's gotta be S tier. Why? I always use Rex. I, Rex and uh, Garrus is what my team I also uh, Garrus I, and Rex is always my team. My argument would be though is that um, Rex is the most interesting character when he's not in your party. So in two and three is when he's most interesting. That's yeah, true. That's and in A, he's kind of. I mean, in one. Mass Effect One, he's just kind of there and he very slightly opens up to you. Just has like some a lot of. He's I just like him because he was like a giant weird um, toad man. And then in, yeah. in Mass Effect One, I played. The soldier, which you didn't really need another yeah, soldier. I didn't really need like because Rex is he's not a full soldier. He's like a he's, he's a, a he's a vanguard. He's a vanguard. So yeah. he's a soldier in biotics, right? Which uh, for me, I just I didn't have a need for him. Um, okay, I would either have like Tally to like overload shields. Um, okay, or, that's fair. That's so A. Yeah. yeah. All right. A. Here we go. Okay. Next up, uh, rapid round. Samara. Slash Morth. Samara. This is interesting. I, I I like Samara. I do like Samara as uh, well. I'd probably put her up to B, but yeah. I wouldn't... I forgot that you could kill her, or have her killed. Yeah, yeah by her daughter. I didn't know that. I was, talking to, I was talking to somebody recently, and she's like, oh, so did you save or kill Liar, or Samara? I was like, I, that's an option. It, it only, it's yeah. only an option, I think, if you have enough re- renegade points, because when I did it through the first couple times, I was yeah. pure Paragon. Uh-huh. And so, like, and there's a cutscene where it just cuts, and you're supposed to choose. Mm-hmm. But if you're Paragon, it just goes straight into, like, you just take her side and be like, pat, okay. okay. Because then that, that makes a lot of sense. Because I never, yeah, yeah but, I didn't even. Realize. And then like, um, the daughter was in Morth. 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 Yeah. She's an Arctic Yakshi, whatever. Like, so she'll give you. So if you like, if you AIDS. have like intercourse with her, you die. You, you die. die. Yeah. Literally. Um, like almost immediately. Yeah. And she's like, no, it's fine. I can no. control it. You're yeah, like, yeah, okay. And like, you literally think... just kiss her, and you're like, yeah, game over. <laughs> you die. Yeah. Um, and also, another thing we we're talking about is just like she is the ample biotic choice in the like suicide mission for the shields yes. um she will most likely survive with the least minimum work um, so it was Samara right no I'm, I'm talking about oh, you, oh I thought you yeah, either, either or because they, they're yeah. both powerful biotics right um, so we're looking at A tier B tier I say B I thought B um I didn't think she was like cause she was like a, what, a justice and like oh her loyalty mission was actually pretty interesting well, that was her loyalty mission. Yeah, yeah, yeah with the whole, yeah. like, daughter. Uh, yeah. I, I dock her points because um, you try to romance her, and she says she's saving herself for marriage, and you're like, all right, cool, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. Uh, all right, Thanks next up. Um, oh, I have I have this character twice, so let's just get him out of the way. Garrus Vicarian. Garrus. S, if not S+. plus. He might be my favorite. This is not set in stone. We can still like okay. Shift so stuff. We're, he's going automatically S tier. Right, that's easy. Yeah, Garrus is in all Great. three games. He's mm-hmm. super interesting, mm-hmm. especially he's, the second he's just one. A, an all around like just enjoyable guy, you know, lovable dude. Uh, okay. Next up, um, let's do Jacob Taylor. Jacob Taylor. Oh, he was good. Yeah, you remember? I don't remember him. He was a uh, Mass Effect Two. He was the he was the he's first. A, he's uh, a vanguard. He his you do a loyalty mission with him where he his dad they find his dad and he like marooned his ship 
on the ocean. He 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 like works with Miranda and Cerberus. Oh. He's, he's the first party member in yeah. two. Like with Miranda. Yeah. Okay. The he fact that cool. you don't remember I, he's him. He's like, yeah, I don't remember him. I would say like uh, C or D. I, I, well, oh, uh, I liked him. I thought he was cool. I, I'd probably put... Oh! Go ahead. He's black, right? Yeah. Okay, yes. great. I remember him. Uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Call yourself out <laughs> as so a racist here. Good, 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 good job, Eric. <laughs> I just, it literally hit me. No, he was cool. He was really cool. Um... Now you gotta put them S tier just no, to no, make no, sure like, that not... people don't think you're a fucking racist. <laughs> no, I'm I, not I didn't want. It I didn't want to say it. I... I'm not cutting it out. Oh. No, no, it's staying in. It's staying in. C tier. It's all right. He's a robot, so it doesn't really affect him. He's not programmed to be understanding. All right. Jacob. I have black friends. Yeah, we. Can... <laughs> Ooh, that's even that's the better <laughs> thing to say. That I had to stop, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, had. Ooh, we're, we're going down a rabbit hole here. No, he, in All reference right. to uh, Morning Solus. Morning Solus. Oh, this hilarious. <gasps> Yo, just... in Mass Effect Three, when he like, yeah, it fucked me up. He's, he's, it, he gets me, he A gets tier. A... He's A tier. A tier. I was gonna put. I was gonna push S tier for that sacrifice. Oh, really? For that sacrifice. Yes, he earned it. He earned it, and, and then song. he sings a song. S tier. S tier. S tier, here we go. Wait, he sings the periodic table song, right? I think so. Okay, yeah. Anyways, second note. Jacob Taylor, C tier. Yeah. He does not sing the periodic table. Wasn't it the, the periodic elements? It, no, he, he sang something the about, like, about Salarians and something like no, that. No, yeah, it's a song about him being a Salarian scientist. So, yeah, has, but it, it has it's, has to a, the, it's to the ring no, of the elemental not. song. We're going to look it up. We're going to look it up after this podcast, and you're going to uh-huh. eat your words. Okay. Uh... Alright, um... Oh, man, wow, that messed me Kasumi up. Kasumi Goto. Oh, she's a DLC character. But she was super cool. Uh, she was funny, but she was super cool. Was she a romance option? She I didn't like romance an, her. She was an assassin, I, right? I don't think so. I think she was... Yes, like, she was an assassin. She turned she's invisible. like a teenager, so... Yeah. She reminds me of Wraith. She basically is Wraith. But, um... Probably, I mean... I didn't really play with her that much. I would probably say C or B. Maybe C. I'll do I'll do a hard C for her. C. Alright. She was funny though. She should she's she's right at the cusp of B for me. Alright. Uh Grunt. Grunt. Uh S tier. <laughs> Why? Because of did you do the party mission one? In the Citadel? Yeah, the Citadel. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, uh, I'd say Speak to the nice man, Grunt. <laughs> Or to talk to the nice police officer. <laughs> Apologize to him. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. Uh, I, did, I do like Grunt. Um, S tier. I guess me. I was just like a little salty because he just felt like the the bad Rex. The, yeah, the like Rex a replacement re- Rex. The Rex replacement, and then he was just really aggro a lot. Like he definitely was very into just like a test tube, murdering man. anybody at any point. And I was like, hey, I don't like that. Like at one point, he's just like, oh man, I just had a dream about. It crushing a Torian skull and I'm like, like yeah I don't I don't like your attitude buddy maybe I should have just he's basically the HK-47 don't they make and... fun of him because he's like a tube baby or oh yeah they, they, you're not oh, a real you're not a real yeah. yeah. but then he proves himself and it's like yeah oh, which is which was good yeah. I would say I'd say A I would push S but I guess I could settle for A a it is. I don't know if you watched all the the the, the Citadel. I did, did like you? I, on YouTube and stuff. Yeah, that's oh my god. We're gonna watch okay. that too. After here this we go. Guys. Um, Edie. Edie. 
she was okay. She I'd probably put her honestly C tier. Yeah. I, I it, thought I thought it was cool but the romance between her and Joker. I thought that was a terrible yeah. idea. Uh, what? I, I I I just I don't like Edie. I do not like Edie. I thought it was I dumb yeah. that they were just like, Oh, we're let's put her in a sexy robot. Yeah, like let's just have her fight with you. Put like, her what? intelligence in there and there's no there's no point. I retain C. No, okay, D, you know what? D. Look. Right. I never use e. I refuse to let Carlos have influence over me, so I'm going to say C. But if you want to put him in D, I relinquish. D. Okay. Alright. D it is. Bam. You're weak. I'm just... Listen, she's just a Javik. character. Sorry, say it again? Javik. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so, I, don't, I don't remember him. He's the DLC character in Mass Effect 3... Um, he's a, oh, he's a protean. He was the, no, he was the, um, Prothean. Prothean. Uh, he was pro- a Prothean. Uh, he was really racist because he thought he was... The superior he's, race. He's a superior race. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, there's nothing really special about him. Yeah, there was nothing really that great, so what there do you think? There wasn't anything, honestly, there was nothing really great about the Mass Effect 3 characters. They're all the, pretty crap. The DLC ones. I, I think well, they're all okay, crap. Okay, Besides the ones that come back. That's the returning like, characters? Yeah, like Liara, I, Tari, I, Tally, and Garrus. Yeah, they were great in the game. Mm-hmm. Maybe the new characters. I, I could argue the new, new I like how Mass Effect 3 reduced the amount of squad I members. I dislike how it reduced the amount. I like having a lot of choices. Well, but that was like, yeah. that's like a lot of work. I mean, you didn't have to do it well, all. Well, like, you that's didn't the have to do loyalty like, missions The completionist in me in those games. Like, yeah, you didn't have to do the loyalty missions this time. But I... Okay. I mean, anyway. I still did. Alright, um... D tier. Jack. A, I love S, Jack. S tier. Wow. She, yeah. was my, she was my romance option. Really? She's a renegade romance. I know. Huh. And you did it? Yes. And yeah, okay. I made sure, I used her as my biotics in Mass Effect 2, and she survived. I romanced Miranda. Okay, I. So. That's fair. No, Jack, Jack, uh, arguably I would have probably romanced yeah. Jack. But, but here's, so, here's where I messed up with Jack. Um, Did you do the upgrade? No, 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 no. So oh, okay. she survived Mass Effect Two or whatever. And okay. then, but in Mass Effect Three, there's a distress uh, call from a school thing, and yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I'm gonna do that later. Like, I'm not. Oh, so I, oh no. So like, I didn't, I didn't do it in time. And then when I really? finally got to it, um, I just like, I'm like fighting, and she's like, Hey, by the way, you're too late. Like everyone here died or whatever. I'm like, Oh shit. Like, see, that's the cool stuff. And then when I'm like, um. I'm fighting through like the, the the enemies. I just see Jack, uh-huh. and then she's like a banshee now. I'm like, yeah, she turns to a banshee. I'm like, what? Huh? Mm-hmm. She's here? Mm-hmm. And then yeah, I, I had to do a quick Google search. I'm like, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> Realization. So like, I really reset my game. <laughs> um, yeah, of course, as you should, because that's horrible. Um, All right, we're so at the last three. S tier for Jack. S tier right. for Jack. S tier for Jack. Mm-hmm. Um, we got Miranda. I would, I, I mean, would I'm going to say B. S, but I could do it. I, I liked her loyalty mission with her sister. Yeah, but I just, like, her face just bothers me. But her ass, though. I mean, she's perfectly modified, I get it. Perfectly modified. I get it. She has good boobs and good butt and, like, those assets. Those assets. assets. But, like... So racist her... and a chauvinist. Okay. <laughs> 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 but like her face, man. This is the last time Eric showed up on our podcast. <laughs> uh, her face. 
I, I, I'd say... And plus, like, her and Jack... Like, I'm gonna give her... I, Jack I would, is way better. I would personally put her at a B because she is somewhat useful and she does good mm-hmm. story bits, but she but gets she, really annoying. She's very arrogant, too. And if you listen to her at the loyalty missions, uh, she'll get people killed, so... Yes, that's right. You shouldn't use her as yours. Oh, my God, like, you're you, right. You she's sh- like, I'll do the biotic shield. And yeah, I said, no, nope. no. I knew, I knew it was a bad idea yeah. as soon as I heard her say, I'm like, no, you can't. Shut up. Like, I think I had her as my squad commander or whatever. I had her as second squad commander. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah, she sorry, has good yeah. leadership abilities, yes. but just like mm-hmm. she can't do anything right. else. So I'm thinking <laughs> B. I was gonna say A, but I say I say A, definitely not S. Okay, A, A it is. A for Miranda. All right, um, Talizora Naraya. S. S. Easy. All right, easy. All right, that was quick. Yeah, I, I want to play through again. Just use her. And I want her to be my romance. Yeah, person. I want to romance her. Like yeah. when she like takes off like her mask. Her mask. Yeah, she... it's like oh wow. All right. Last but not least, it's Liara to Sony. It's Bay. S plus man. You know I never S plus. S plus. I love her. <laughs> you didn't she romance is... her. You romance Jack. I know, but still like she's the one character that you can kind of have a relationship through with Throughout all the three whole games. Series, yeah. I mean, and well, she's pretty. She definitely, and she's definitely a character who goes through like, kind of like a big character arc. You know, yeah, like she the, starts out very timid. Yeah, and, uh, she like, becomes an information broker, and then she yes. becomes like this really the hard person. But then in the third game, she kind of like finds the balance. Mm-hmm. She's able to be like, I am, I know who I yeah. am, kind of thing. So. And then she's so sweet to Shepard, and it's yeah, it's she's great. She's a good character. Um, I would probably I, say S tier, sure. I never like, used her in my I party. If I replay Mass Effect, like, I'll, I'll just do that. Just, just Liara the whole look, time. romance her, like, the whole time. Uh, okay. So, so far we got, alright, so for S rank, we have Garrus, Morton, Jack, Tally, and Liara. For A, we got Rex, Grunt, Miranda. For B, we have Thane and Samara. For C, we have Zaid, Kainalenko, James... Jacob and Kasumi, and for D we got Legion, Ashley, Edie, and Javik. Are we moving anybody to S plus? Uh, we are have. We, to. Are we not doing? No, we no, no, no. We have read, to do S plus. Okay. Read the S list again, and then we'll. Garrus, yeah. Morton, Jack, Tally, and Liara. It's between Tally, Jack, and Garrus for me. Yeah. I would say that's the ones that we've been pretty consistent with. I probably would put Liara to A personally. Wow. I don't think I'd be. I don't think wow. I could support going up. I mean, I, uh, okay, okay, right. I wasn't seduced by the blue lady. Garrus, S plus. Garrus, upgrade to S plus. Good job, Garrus. Wow. All right, we did it, guys. We, Where we, was my saying? <laughs> you you said it. That's fine. You That's, said it. We you did you it. said you would do it. Uh, I would do it. Tier okay. list. Um, all right. So that's the topics I wanted to go over today. Um, now let's just uh, let's just get into the games. Let's, um, so Eric, you've been playing some the, things. Anything? What was the pause? There's something very specific that we're gonna talk about. But besides that, have you been playing anything in the last four weeks? I've any of your backlog? I'm still playing Yakuza Kiwami too. Okay, let's talk. Okay, let's do that. Let's do that right now. Um, so Backlog updates. You don't know anything about. I do Yakuza. not. Um, Eric, try to explain Yakuza to Tyler real quick. All right, I'm all ears. Um, 
And our listeners. Story-wise or just overall? Like, what is it? What okay. is Yakuza? What type of game? What Yakuza type of game is a, it's basically a brawler. Uh-huh. So you play as Kazuma Kiryu, who doesn't... I mean, he uses weapons, but mostly he answers, you know, with his fists. Like, he, um, that's right. how he solves his problems. So basically, the games are kind of the same thing. Um, you're in this city that's based off of, like... Um, the red light district in Japan in Tokyo. Okay. Um, and you're just basically just a bunch of stuff happens. Bad things to Kiryu that he has to like just respond with, um, just fighting literally everyone he sees. Yeah. Um, it it kind of yeah you you'd say it's kind of like a like a murder mystery. Yeah. Not even a murder mystery, but just like a mystery every single time it starts. Mm-hmm. It's, it starts with like a character dying under mysterious uh, consequences, and then. You kind of go in to investigate, not even as a PI. You're just trying to figure out what's yeah. going on, and then it just and then just more trouble comes yeah. spewing in, uh, and more characters are introduced, um, and yeah. But it's a fun game, and currently I am in chapter ten. Um, there are sixteen chapters in this game, so I would say I'm you know almost like to the third uh, arc of the game. I thought you were. Is this the game you were saying you were getting close to completing? Yeah, but the chapters are pretty like fast oh okay but the best part about the yakuza series uh-huh. are the side quests they're very very outrageous side quests that's like say. it's like this 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 like tone of the story is very serious but the side quests are just like ridiculous like there's there's one where like he has to um be, like he gets confused for like a, a, a japanese model or whatever uh-huh. so like he just, just like gets roped in into like taking like uh, somewhat like um, scandalous. scandalous pictures, and he's Ooh. he's just in it for the ride. Um, oh, there's another one where um, there's this guy who's like um, his imposter, whatever, and he like goes to like all the clubs um, in the game, and he like demands money, uh, and then like he, uh, Kiryu comes, and and he's like, oh, like I'm the real Kiryu, and he's like, what? And then like, they fight, and. Um, it, again, like just just very ridiculous. There's it, it 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 always ranges from like very kind of simple quests of just like some are. Um, it always starts out as very simple, but there's always like a reason behind it that's really interesting and weird. Like uh, like there's one where a a man is really obsessed with like crane games and he keeps asking you to play crane games for him. And if you keep winning him prizes later on, he reveals that it's all, like, just him trying to, like, connect with his daughter, who is, like, estranged after his mother died, or uh, after her mother died, or whatever. So it can range from, like, really emotional and touching to just, like, uh, running into a dominatrix who's very shy, Uh and she begs you to teach her how to be a very good dominatrix, and it just, it's just, uh... (laughs) Hilarity ensues, essentially. <laughs> and, yeah, it, it, it really ranges. Um, so you, you're you on two, right? And now, yes. so you, now you've played Yakuza 0, which is, like, the prologue to mm-hmm. the series. And Yakuza Kiwami 1. Kiwami 1, which is the original, the remade, and then Kiwami 2, which is the uh, remake of the second one. Yes. Um, what do you think is your favorite so far? Um, I think, gameplay-wise, I'd say... Uh, Yakuza Zero, mm-hmm. but I actually like this story in Yakuza One more. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> okay. 
and then Yakuza 2 um, it's fun but the whole the way that they did the battle system now where it's more of like because in the in Yakuza 0 and Yakuza 1 they share the same battle yep. system to where you have like three different types or three styles um, and you can like switch and um, one's more of a heavy style another one's more of a fast style and then the last one's more of a balanced style whereas in this one this one you have to do basically you have like a different trees to that you need to level up um and it's just more i don't know that's actually how it is in six okay so it's based off that really yeah so it's i like it but i again i prefer like yakuza zero i think that's i would say yakuza zero is still my favorite yeah i i unfortunately i also agree which is frustrating because yakuza zero I did play Yakuza 5 initially, and I did like it a little bit, but I never got to beat it. I only got a few hours in. Um, uh, Yakuza 0 was my first, like, real entry, like, diving headfirst into it, and it's my favorite, and it just kind of sucks that, like, every game I've played consecutively that's come out after Yakuza 0 has just not been as good. It's <laughs> and just kind of disappointing you. It's, it's still, like, enjoyable. Like, I still, like buy them day one no doubt um that's not true i haven't but i'm always i'm always like i'm going to play this game no okay. matter what even if it's not as good as Yakuza zero um it's just that uh i feel like it's not living up to its potential i feel like because it's coming out yearly we're getting at least one yakuza game or like one game from that studio every single year, and as much as year? I, yeah, we got. It's not a Yakuza game. It's a spin-off, it's, it's a spin-off called uh, Judgment. Judgment Eyes in Japan. Judge Judge Eyes. Oh. Uh, but um, yeah, it's it's basically the same game, but it's set in like an alternate version of Kamaracho the City, and you're playing as a as a detective, a private investigator instead, and it still deals with Yakuza, but it's not the same characters. It's uh, it's, a, it's a little different, but it's basically the same game. Okay. Uh, and um, Sounds interesting. So, yeah, it's great and all, but I feel like, personally, I wish that they would just start taking years off to just kind of give it the give it the Assassin's Creed treatment, you know? Like, hey, stop, stop doing it for a while, and then bam, come out with Origin. And then bam, come out with uh, Odyssey. Odyssey, and then blow everyone's minds. So I think Some they could minds. do that if they took a year off. But I don't know if that's going to stop because they're just doing so good recently. Um, they also still have to port all the other ones. They still have to port. Yeah. Yakuza three, 3, 4, four and, and 5. five. And... They're not... Re- like, they're, they're just straight ports. They're... Yeah. So they're, yeah, they're just ports. They're, yeah, they're not... They're not, they're they're, not doing they're the Kiwami... Yeah, they're, they're not still, doing the Kiwami treatment. Yeah. Um, the one I really wanted to see is uh, Yakuza Ishin, which I told you about, which is the... Um, it's set in like 19th century Japan, and so it's basically like everyone plays as like a historical figure, mm-hmm. but it's still the same character. So like Kiryu is still the main character, but he plays like a person that was really important in like the Meiji Revolution. Okay. Uh, and it's like huh. really cool, and like it's basically like samurai yakuza, essentially. Uh, okay. So everybody fights with ya- samurai swords, and they all have like samurai garb on. Uh, yeah, um, I'm looking forward to beating Yakuza 2, but they're going to make announcements next month for the next uh, Yakuza game because it's going to be with a new protagonist. Right. Uh, but 
don't know. I'm I'm hoping they take it in a new direction. I hope that they. I'm I'm gonna support them no matter what because it's such a fun, unique series, and I feel like they should get more. I mean, it's pretty popular now, but I feel like mm-hmm. it deserves more attention. But I don't know. Hopefully, they they kind of switch things up a little bit. Right. Right. So yeah. So Eric, any any other uh, backlog games you've been working on, or is that the only one? Um. Well, I'm playing Final Fantasy IX. Was that on your list? <laughs> yes. Um, and it's it's just a treat. I'm it's, sure. It's just, you know, call, like all the callbacks to the previous Final Fantasies and the characters are so funny. Um, and yeah, I'm playing it on my Switch. Because um, I just, every time Square Enix just re- releases a game, I just buy it. You sure do. I have ten. No, I have like four copies of Final Fantasy Ten. Don't judge me. Um, <laughs> it's impossible. I, <laughs> especially during this podcast, I think we're all judging you. I, it's such a good game. Judge Though I did just buy seven, so which I'm probably gonna add to my backlog. Mm-hmm. So you should definitely Tyler's um, backlog update: Final Fantasy Seven for the Switch. I really want. I need. I need to play that game as soon as I can so I don't end up waiting too long before uh, it was on sale. The, remake. the remake comes out because I mean I already have it so it's fine oh fact um, it's just like when I think of Final Fantasy 7 not to go on a tangent but like I think I think I told you this before but it's kind of I feel like it is the like original cinematic gaming experience like it is the like ori- like very first game to like really try to hit gamers like a cinema like a blockbuster movie with just like the cinematics the like the way that the world is set up with the mm-hmm. pre-rendered cutscenes mm-hmm. the flashiness of everything all the like different elements to the combat and the mechanics that they like add in for mini games and stuff like I don't think any game really I think the only thing that comes close is uh, as an RPG is maybe like Super Mario RPG, which kind of did get really experimental with their game, but... Didn't get a lot of traction here in the West, I don't think. I, and it's pretty popular, I think. It's just it? a little bit... I think it's a little underrated, but... I thought it was more niche than... Mm. Mm. The mainstream, know. at least. I mean, it definitely what, launched... What uh, year did 7 come out? 1997. 1997, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, it's got a good age on it. I don't know. I feel like... It's so unique in its own way that I feel like everyone should play it, not just kind of hit the remake. Because the remake's going to be great. I know it's going to be great. I just don't think it's going to blow people away the way that this one did. I think it's it's not going to revolutionize anything. It's just going to be a very good action game. Like, I think this will... Potentially, this could be, like, as good (laughs) as, like, uh, like, the new God of War. Yeah. You know, mm. on PS4. Mm. Yeah. And I think that that's, like, a phenomenal game, but it's, like, did it revolutionize storytelling, gameplay, mm. uh, no. graphics? Not really. It's it just a like very, it's just a very solid good. game. It's just a yeah. very, very See, good game. This is probably what Final Fantasy fifteen should have been. Yes. That's exactly what it should have been. But it wasn't. Because yeah, that is a hot mess. We won't get hopefully, this one's not a hot mess. Um, but, yeah, Final Fantasy IX. Fun, fun trip Long down times. memory lane. I'm still in the very early parts of the game and probably will be for a while, but true, true. I'm going to take my time. It's, it's going to be a fun time. All right. Uh, anything else in the backlog? Um, uh, no. Okay. That's pretty much it. All right. In general? 
non-backloggy games? Anything fun? Do it. Let's do it right now. Well, I uh, made the courageous decision of, uh, of picking up a MMO. I told myself I would never <laughs> after my Guild Wars account got hacked <laughs> 10 years ago. But this week... Painful memories. I bought Final Fantasy XIV. Complete edition. Complete edition. With Shadowbringers. It's, Dude. Yep. I, weird uh, flex, but all right. I... I made a, a, a Mikote or a, a, the, the cat. Mikote. Yeah. So yeah, you made like a cat boy. Yeah. You're what? A uh, black mage. Right now, well, I'm an arcanist. Okay. Um, Hasn't made the disciple truth. of magic. Um, okay. All right. That's what I did. Let me tell you. It's a good game. It's a great game. It I is. really love it. Good game. We be well, and that's not a bad thing. It's, it's, it, it's just everything that I want and need, and and it's so big and. I feel like I'm just barely scratching the surface. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, I mean, you haven't even done any dungeons yet, have you? Nope. No. Not at all. Um, yeah, this is a game that I've also really wanted to play for a long time, and I did. I had it on the PS4 for a little bit, but I didn't like the controls, and it was. It's very. I, I can't. I, I will say that one of the biggest downfalls of the game is that it's very heavy at first. It really starts you off like. In it. One of the things that I love about WoW is that you just like you are in it, but it's literally just like, hey, you're here. Um, go kill some wolves. And you're like, what? Okay, no, go over there. Press one to do your attack and kill those wolves and come back here. And you're like, oh, okay. And then while you're already doing this, like a minute in, you're already getting the ball rolling. And fifteen, a fourteen does not do that. First five <laughs> levels are in the city. Carlos, that's not okay. It's like, hey, get to know the city. Go here. Go there. Go uh, everywhere. Do yeah. You, and the first time oh. I did, I was like, I just want to stab something. Yes. I want to shoot a rat. <laughs> Let me shoot a rat. Um, so yeah, I agree. But once you make it through that, once you actually like understand how the map works and where the quests go to how to use your abilities then you're set and then it's like ah okay this feels good this feels right and um i think it, it also helps to just kind of have like a goal going into it like particularly like I, a reason that you're kind of pushing through it and for me it was the fact that i also i'm also an arcanist and i wanted to be a summoner and i wanted to hit once you hit level 30 you can become a summoner uh but i don't want to get too into it uh, just yet, but yeah. So the way that this game works that I really appreciate is that, like every other MMO, you pick your race, you pick your class that you decide to do damage with, and then you kind of run into. Them. But at any point, you can just change what you want to be. You're not mm. locked into a decision. Uh, yeah, a particular decision. So instead of, so you, you can be a, yeah, like a wizard at one point, and you're like, you know what, I want to use a sword and shield, and just stab people because i feel like it and then you go okay go talk to the gladiator guild master say hey i want to be a gladiator and he goes okay you're a gladiator now and you just start back from level one and you go through it all again mm-hmm. but can Pretty you simple. question because i also have partaked in this uh new mmo sure and i'm a well-seasoned mmo player i played everything from ashen's call from way back in the day that the sh- hell is ashen's some call? shitty game <laughs> i loved it a lot uh-huh. but it was pretty shit and um and WoW, of course, and Sotor, and all these nonsense Guild Wars, and uh, Terra. If you ever, if you know, if you're familiar with oh, other yeah. Weeby, I'm aware with Terra. Um, Terra was actually kind of fun, but yeah. um, 
It was weird. Um, it's actually very similar, but um, worse. I've only gotten to level 11, and so far I like it. Got out of the city finally, and I got to stab the rats, and it's fun. I'm having a great time. It's definitely a lot of exposition in the beginning, a lot of, a lot of dialogue, but uh, that's not a bad thing, particularly. Mm. And um, my question to you is, what like do you get to go back to your level 30, or like can you, or do you just reset? No. So basically, each class just has a level and then if you switch okay. to the class that to a different class your previous class just stays at that level that you left yeah it, but you're okay. not you're not actively like leveling right. it up and, and when you using it. yeah and when you upgrade your class you're just playing as your original class just an upgraded version yeah you just get like so. more skills in that like okay tree. so okay okay so then my next question is is that Attributed to your level in any way? Do you you you're you, you as an adventurer, you are just a level one dude. It's mm -hmm. just when you pick a job, you are now that level. You are right. I am class. now a so yeah. I am a level forty four summoner right now. All right. Um, but if I want to play with you guys, I can just put on a pair of daggers, and, and suddenly a I'm a level fifteen rogue that I had been playing previously. I'm still the same character. It's just that my skill level as a rogue. Is it that? Level. But it does then, affect like your player level. No. Yeah, I mean, no. So you're still technically thirty, but you're no, 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 no. So you're still your player level never changes. You just you don't have a player. You don't have one. You just have okay. whatever so you're doing at that moment. Yeah. Right, is your level okay? So you could be a you could be, and then at one point I was like, you know, what? I'm gonna be a carpenter. I'm gonna learn how to cut wood. <laughs> Instead of disciple of the land. Yeah. Um, disciple of the land. Love and then yeah, you become a disciple of the actually no. It it's a disciple of the craft, and then there's disciple of the land is the people who gather, who are gatherers, so people okay. who mine, who fish, okay. and who like cut wood. But you can be, but if you're a carpenter, you're just working with. Also, oh, you can be a a, a, a chef. You can be a culinarian. A yes, culinarian. You can be a chef. Uh, have you tried the crafting <laughs> at all yet? Not yet, but I it's, want to. It's actually really cool. I really dig it because it's not just. Grabbing uh, materials and then just like putting them together. Two stringy wolf meats and uh, spices. Um, so I've only been a carpenter really, but essentially they gave me like a list of things that I can make. I can make like shields, I can make logs, I can make a spear for lancers, I can make a bow, that sort of thing. And then when you, you, you basically can only make things one at a time and you're just like, you kind of like, you pick your item and you're like, okay, and you set up your little wood crafting station. And then you have like a bar and every time that you, and you have to do like swings, and your swings like make the bar progress, and once you hit 100%, um, uh, your thing is made. But your swings have a percentage to hit. So you could have like, you have like, let's say like six swings that you can do, um, and the amount that you can, the amount of progress that you do on the bar depends on like what level carpenter you are. So if you're like a level one and you're trying to make a spear, it's gonna be a little harder than trying to make like, just like a log or whatever. Right. So you, your, your percentage to hit might be a lot lower. Um, but then there's also like a quality bar. And so like, and you can use one of your six hits to, to have a chance to improve the quality of it. And so, like, that increases... It's like basically a, like, a, like a critical success. Yeah, it's like a crit chance. Uh -huh. And then if you make it and it hits that crit chance, you can make it, like, really high quality, and then your level boosts even higher. Uh. But that's also, like, a percentage. Like, you could basically miss. Okay. And then I got another ability 
that basically heals. Oh, and those take up also they also take up MP. So that takes up your mana. So you can only do only do that a certain amount of times. And then I got another ability that refreshes how many hits I have. So it refreshes three hits. So I can do like three different hits. So it's almost like a weird combat. Yeah, it's like a weird little combat mini game that uh -huh. you're doing, and that's I feel I think that's how it is with all the other crafting ones. So like that's pretty cool. You become like an armor or a blacksmith or an alchemist stuff to do all that. I'm like, this is a pretty engaging solution to something that, like in WoW, it's just, oh, let's just grab all this material and then just sit here rubbing my hands for 20 minutes while I make this, right? all these health potions or whatever. Well, and let me hit you with a weird niche that I've just, that I heard. So you placed down the table and as I was playing, I saw somebody just pull out an anvil and just yeah. slap it down and just, you know, start crafting. Mm -hmm. I don't like that. What do you mean you don't like that? I don't like that. I'll be the first sense? person. I, I, I liked, in specifically World of Warcraft, I liked going to having to go to a forge to smelt something and then having... It was a thing in, in um, what's it called? In uh, Vanilla WoW, where you had to go... This, there was like a radius of the, the smelter you had to be next to, and then you also had to go over to an anvil and then start pounding away on the anvil to actually create something if you were a blacksmith. I kind of liked that annoying... Well, let me hit you back with it. this. First of all, you don't actually use the anvil. The character animation is just you're standing next to the anvil. Hitting and the... you wring your hands and you're like, no. I'm making something! Well, you swing a hammer. You swing a hammer at the air like, oh, I'm building a pair of boots. But like... And still cool that I you think have to it's go out to these. Places. I, I don't. I I'm, honestly, Person. I couldn't care either way. Like, I think it's like if they told me like, no, you have to go to the anvil in the capital city to build armor. Like, whatever. Right. But the fact that it's just like a little. You literally just have like a little shelf that you just pull out of your backpack and you start like, you just like in the. You'll just find some guy in the middle of like a marketplace. Just like everybody, shut up. I'm cutting wood. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just like in the zone doing this. Right. I, I really appreciate it's cool. that. It's it's, I, it's like I a nice like that. But I also so another all right, this is a tangent. I probably shouldn't. But you probably shouldn't. But I'm gonna do it anyways. Because I hate you. As an alchemist, you know flasks and elixirs? You actually have to go to an alchemist's lab station to uh, make it flasks for, for raid parties and stuff. There's only one al alchemist table in the entire game of World of Warcraft and it's in a dungeon and I thought that was cool. That's yeah. dumb. It's, it's dumb. dumb. Also, Alchemist is a very popular class in Final Fantasy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, right. It is. And it gets people like potions. Mm -hmm. It's cool. Um, I mean, same with WoW. So, yeah. It's just like the mechanics feel... They're very similar to WoW. Um, Combat like a lot of are. like Yeah. It's a lot of uh, you know like action abilities. Some are instant. Some are... Pro casting. Uh, casting. A lot of procs, uh, too. That, it that has is. much more emphasis on AoE abilities. Like a lot more, or like enemy AOEs, which is something that took a long time for WoW to get yeah. into, uh, which is basically like where the floor lights up and it says like, "Look, like, I'm about to do a big attack. Like you better dodge. get out of the way." Mm -hmm. um, and they basically start that with your character at level one, and they just kind of improve on it. When you get to the dungeons, it is every time you fight a boss, it's just that, and it's cool. Yeah, and it. It hits, specifically with the dungeons, with WoW, it takes a very long time for them to actually get interesting. Yeah. For the most part. I would agree. Like, I think, like, maybe the most interesting, like, like boss fight, like, actual boss, it's, like, Scarlet Crusade at level 40 when you're, when you're fighting, one, yeah. yeah, when you're fighting, like, 
the guy who does tornadoes and then the lady and the paladin who when when the guy dies the paladin i mean the, the lady brings the him back to life and you have to start the fight all over again that's about when it starts getting interesting this starts getting interesting at the first dungeon because they start with okay there are all these aoe's okay this boss is gonna start bringing in minions and it's not particularly hard but it is engaging and then yeah at one point in the story you're gonna get to you have to fight the primals so you have to fight like the summons like ifrit mm -hmm. and titan and Bahamut. stuff and those those dungeons are literally just the boss fight and they're awesome they're okay. they're like really they're basically like raid fights but just with four people and you're just like running all these things and then Sounds great to me. an ad will just drop and it's like if you't break that ad he's gonna jump up in the air and he's gonna explode everybody <laughs> and it's a lot of learning mechanics I just did Garuda which I think is the last primal and it was uh, pretty crazy because it's a lot of there's like um, rocks coming out of the ground and she does like very powerful wind uh, blast and you have to like position yourself behind the 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 rocks but you also want to pull her away from the rocks the, the tank wants to pull her away from the rocks so she doesn't break them when she does do her wind blast because if she breaks all the all the rocks you while just no regular cover. fighting you have no cover uh -huh. and you're fucked and then oh. but then other times you'll she'll do different wind blasts that you have to do in different ways like a one she does one where you have to hide behind the rock and then another one you have to hide in front of the rock so the rock breaks your breaks your fall breaks your momentum yeah so you don't just fall off the map or right. just die oh. instantly and it's like this is legit like this is it's actually engaging. cool yeah. yeah it's engaging it's fun it's cool to be a dps it's cool to be a healer because i'm constantly like i gotta pay attention i gotta kill the ads right from level one um but yes yeah, so the combat's great um the the world design is great. Mm -hmm. All the I I really like all the races. Um, I think just the best part is just like, it's a good Final Fantasy game. And you have Eric, you haven't hit that point, but a little bit after where you're at, the story really starts to kick in. You start getting like voice, uh, voice acting cutscenes. I, I saw a couple. There's already. a few of those, but yeah. basically once you join, they're basically like the person that you were with. Mm -hmm. Uh, like, I think with you, it's Stancred. Uh, no, you're in Limsa Laminsa, right? Yeah, I'm Limsa So it's Ishtola, Ishtola the, the cat yep. girl. So she's like, hey, mm -hmm. why don't you join my secret society? Yeah. Once you join that, then it gets interesting. Because then you find out about the Empire and, like, all these other things, like, working in the background and the things that they're setting up. Also, she's a representative of Final Fantasy XIV in Dissidia. Yeah, she's in Dissidia. Mm -hmm. Which I hated at first, because one more character of a game that I don't play is one more character that wouldn't be edgar from final fantasy 6 but <laughs> that's 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 a sort of a different time uh and it, it it just does such good lip service to being a final fantasy fan in a way that like no other final fantasy game has done so far i think the Cydia is also like a big fan game but i think it's a little like too self-indulgent like it doesn't it just kind of like shoves things in your face and in this game it just feels like there are so many different bits mm -hmm. that are so like obscure like the fact that there's like a whole city called the golden saucer and it's literally just like yeah. a giant dave and busters mm -hmm. that you, when you Which make is... tickets it's just a callback to yeah. Final Fantasy Seven that yeah. has a golden saucer where you... And it plays the same music and everything. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, 
And then, like, one of the things that you can unlock with tickets is an outfit for Setzer, which is a gambler character from Final Fantasy VI. And it, like, looks perfect. Like, you haven't seen my character yet. My character is wearing, rocking the whole outfit. Uh, but it's, like, exactly how it was in the game. Like, not, not in the game, but the way that Yoshitaka Amano, who is the head and... Uh, illustrator. Big illustrator for the series. Um, the way that he does his, like, very, like, ethereal, like, almost, like... Like, uh, like unrealistic but just like so beautiful artwork the way that they were able to translate that perfectly into this game mm -hmm. while still just like merging a bunch of different other art styles and everything just fits together perfectly it's it's just like such great fan service that I just love seeing just like every character that just comes by a capital city and just being like whoa look at his armor whoa I can't wait to look like that and it just keeps pushing me forward and yeah, and, and just that, and, like, the way that the story's developing, and from what I hear, it literally just gets better. It just gets better, and better, and better, and better. That I'm just, like, I'm hooked. Like, this is gonna be me for a while, unless something bad happens. I don't know. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, I love canceled. it. Yeah. Oof. But, and, Oof. and it's just, it's so great just seeing, like, the way that the game, like, in the real world progressed because I, I, I watched the no clip documentary where they talk about the history of Final Fantasy 14 mm -hmm. and how when it first launched it was a piece of crap it was like the worst yeah. game of 2011 2010 2010 2010 this game came out a month after um, Final Fantasy 13 oh 13 or 13 no, 13 wow 13 the original Final Fantasy 14 came out a month after Final Fantasy 13 that's um that's mm -hmm. insane uh, but yeah, the game came out and it was like this unfinished, horrible mess because they had like just kind of ridden on the coattails of Final Fantasy XI, which was their former MMO. But that was maybe like 20, like it was like 15 years old at that point. Mm -hmm. And they had just not been paying attention to the landscape. And they were just trying to make an MMO the way that old MMOs were before uh -huh. they realized like, hey, World of Warcraft is a thing. And now if your game's not like World of Warcraft... <laughs> there's no point it's right. kind of like it's it's kind of like when um in the eight in the 90s when van halen tried to make an album again and they tried to make like that very like 80s rock type of shit yeah right after nirvana came out and changed the entire like genre genre, genre like the whole like what is music right with, like their the, the emergence of grunge, grunge. And just like breaking down what pop music is like, if you just come out with that, not paying attention to what Nirvana is, you just come out with that album that that happened, and it sucks. It's a shitty album, and that's exactly what this is. This right. is the third Van Halen album of video games, and so they just kind of they had this crazy idea with just like put more money into it, and they're like, we're gonna keep this game running, but we're also gonna be building its remake in the background. And they basically did that for like a year and a half. And then the game, when they were going to shut down servers, it culminated in this like really like legit story thread about the moon was like suddenly getting bigger and players were noticing. And then all of a sudden it was going to crash into the earth and enemies were spawning all over the city. And it revealed that the moon was actually not a moon, but it was Bahamut, the king of elementals that came and he literally just nuked the entire planet. And all the player characters were, like, teleported five years into the future <laughs> until they could, like, come back 
into a, like a parallel version of the world that had not been destroyed, but rather survived the calamity. And all of this ties into the story of uh-huh. Final Fantasy XIV, like A Realm Reborn. And it's nuts. It's crazy. Like, there's like the opening cutscene, and I remember watching it the first time, and I was like, oh, this is cool CG, but understanding the context behind it, I'm like, holy shit, this is amazing tori- storytelling. That's wild. So, yeah, I don't know. I I love this game. Uh, I feel like I'm, I'm already almost level 50, and it feels like I haven't even scratched the surface. Mm-hmm. And I just, I can't wait to see what happens next. I can't wait to find a guild and, like, be level 80 and, like, do raids and complete all of Shadowbringers. I can't wait to get to Heavensward and make a Dark Knight. Uh-oh. And that's going to be a dream come true because I've always wanted to play as a Dark Knight. Or a machinist. They also have machinists. Yes. And they basic. I thought at first it was like, oh, you're just like a guy with a gun. It's like, no, no, no. You're basically Edgar from Final Fantasy VI, and you have like a bio blaster, and you have a flamethrower and a chainsaw. And I was like, oh my god. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I'm so happy. Um, well, dope. So yeah, Eric, that covers everything you played. That covers a little bit of what I played. Tyler it covers a lot of what you played. Uh, oh no, I got I got a lot more stuff I got to talk about. Oh, hot dog. But I want to talk about you first. I want to talk about what you're playing. Well, I'm pretty simple. I've just been... Ever you since I finished that... Ouch. <laughs> Carlos, we've been friends for a long time now. Well, anyway. I expect this type of wound from Eric. Go not on. From you. Go on. <laughs> um, well, since I beat Nice the Old Republic again, I've figured I'd start another backlog game. So mm-hmm. I've been working a lot on... Um, just recently started Hollow Knight. Beat the first boss... Literally yeah. today, yes, you I watched, watched you do it. It was painful. I, I did all right. Took you did me, pretty okay. Took me two and a half tries. Um, three tries. All right, fine. Uh, no, no, there's three tries. There's three tries. Viewers, you have to believe me. Three tries. Um, I played a little bit more Dark Souls. Not a whole lot. I really didn't. But um, ah, what was the, what was the third thing? Actually, I think that was it. I think I just was been focusing on the toughies this time, because I really want to power through. I really want to get power through, through Dark Souls. You're playing a lot of hard games. I know, and I want. I, that's it's not thing. a good idea. I gotta tell you. I'm gonna do you it. Gotta, you gotta have a palate cleanser. Well, it's in between playing a bunch of Apex Legends, so I think that's my. Palate that's another cleanser. hard game. What? We won three times in a row last night. Oh, okay. Kudos. Yeah, it was pretty pretty interesting. I had very little to do with all three victories. Did a lot of damage, but I died, so it was great. All right. Well, as as long as you're pulling your weight, uh, I was I was pulling my weight. What do you What do you think? What are your opinions on season two of Apex Legends? Season so two far? is fantastic. Watson, a gem. I love her. Um, I love her kit. I think she's very interesting. Adds a whole new dynamic <laughs> to the game. Um, but even that, just like the new the new hop ups with the alternator or the alternator slash RE forty five the disruptor rounds as they're called do almost double damage to shields but only shields so they'll knock out somebody's a hundred percent shields like five bullets maybe and you have like a twenty three round clip and it is ridiculously strong because even at that point like it does just unload the rest of your clip in the person and they're dead that's a kill it's easy and um RE45 is even more ridiculous with the fire rate. But, um, 
the the wingman got nerfed again, but like in a weird way. The fire rate's a little faster, I think, but the clip size is only four bullets stock. But that was they nerfed. That was pre. That one. was pre season yeah. two. Yeah. But um, just while playing it, like it's mm-hmm. feeling a lot more balanced. Mm-hmm. A lot the you, there's now more guns to pick than just the re or the r three hundred one. Right. Like, you can't just play that the whole time. That flatline got. Um, did it get buffed? It got buffed, yeah. Because still, I'm still not feeling the love on that guy. Yeah, damage. It got buffed, the higher damage output. Um, and... I think... Uh, the hammer rounds for um, for the Mozambique oh. and the P2020 are actually pretty good, apparently. I never use them, but... Mm-hmm. No, Godspeed to whoever does. Um, Prowler got... Um, Prowler's pretty good this mm-hmm. season, too. And... Um, also, the skull piercer is now uh, a legendary item. Up. Yeah, so um, r- less of a spawn rate, which I appreciate mm-hmm. because now the other ones have a chance to spawn. And right, it's really cool. Uh, EVA got a buff for sure because I don't think that thing used to tick for three hundred one to the uh, th- thir- thirty one damage per hit. Like I don't think so because that was this thing. This gun is strong. I'm gonna stop you there because we're getting a little bit too uh, patch notesy. But overall, yeah, no, solid, great, great. Uh, um, do you think it, it warrants? Do you think this time around they managed to warrant the purchase of the battle pass? Because I know last time, battle pass was um, very controversial. I will say, because of the yes. experience and the lack of uh, rewards. Yeah, and it was harder. Yeah, it was harder to level up the battle pass. But I will say, I think it's worth it. I bought it. I bought it day one just because I love the game, so I want to support it. However. Like the actual rewards and the fact that there's there's like daily challenges that give you an automatic battle rank, like mm-hmm. that's that's phenomenal. Like or not daily, but they're weekly. There's like three weekly challenges that give you. So there, and, there's also daily that. Yeah, but they don't give you an instant battle rank. Like there's those oh, weekly challenges yeah. that give you one full battle rank right off the bat, and yeah. I appreciate that a lot. Because like it was tough grinding out those battle ranks in the first season. However. The rewards themselves feel a little bad. The skin's kind of... There's only one skin that actually looks really any good. is the Caustic skin. Mm-hmm. But other than that, they added the new... Uh, the falling animations that you can get. Yeah, which I still haven't seen anyone do yet. Well, play with me, because I got one. Oh, finally. Yeah, yeah, really. Uh, I think you get it at, like, Battlerank 13 or whatever. But, right. like, worth it. So much fun. But, um... Yeah, I think the rewards are pretty cool, and I'm, I'm about it. So, and... Uh, another way to get more loot crates so whatever mm-hmm. but um that's that's pretty much all I've been playing really alright um, Carlos let's, let's hear about you and your long list here. I have there's a few items that I had actually been playing a while before but I just never got a chance to talk about because I kind of forgot um but uh the one first off let's start off last last time I talked about Masquerada Songs and Shadows it's a interesting indie title I, I discovered um it's like this ta- uh, tactical rpg with a very interesting renaissance like fantasy renaissance setting yeah finally got to beat it um uh i beat it today actually and ending is you know good yeah <laughs> it's you... it's it, it's um it doesn't go it doesn't really go places it it kind of feels like there it was more of like setting up a sequel um it was definitely weird at first because 
it ends very abruptly. It seems like something really bad happened, and then there's like a very weird line, and then it cuts to credits, and I was just like, what the what does this mean? But luckily there was an after credit scene that was basically an epilogue that explains everything that happened, and there's basically like the line happens again that kind of sets up like, oh, there might be a sequel, so. Uh, but I don't know how well this game did, and this came out like two years ago, and I haven't heard anything about Masquerade 2, so. Uh, we'll see, but I mean, if there is a Masquerade too, I'm I'm there day Good. one. I'm absolutely gonna get it. it cool. I really enjoyed it. it. And I was also initially I was very um, um, conflicted about the way that it was because it felt it was a very linear game, even though it felt like an RPG. It felt like the type of game that, like, you know, you would like go around and explore, but it's like no, you follow a path. You're following this very particular story. Um, and then there's even like parts where it seems like characters are giving you like a choice. Where you're like, you can either go on this path or you can go on this path. But no, your character just decides the path on their own. And you kind of just have to go with them. Uh, and at first I was kind of mixed about that, but now I kind of appreciate it. It kind of feels like someone, it's kind of like almost like you're playing through someone else's playthrough of an RPG. You're just like seeing all the, the decisions that they made in this role-playing game or like or almost like a tabletop story just like instead of making all these choices you're just seeing what choices someone made mm-hmm. and i really appreciate that for the ride yeah so, exactly that's cool um i like making choices but. so yeah that's masquerada that's one down another game that i managed to knock out was uh uh wolfenstein the new colossus which was oh uh, okay then that uh one of the games by machine games by What's that company called? Bethesda. <laughs> well, oh, uh, Bethesda what? Games okay. from two years... I forgot the name. I thought you were thinking of Produce. No, no, no. no. Uh, from two years ago, um, I played the original at first, and uh, the New Order, and I didn't like it. Uh, the combat... I felt played on the PS4. Combat felt really weird. It felt like you could die very easily. All right. Um, like, if you're not in cover you're just like melt through and the thing is like you're constantly like just trying to eat armor and health like wherever you can find it so you can just like get stacked up it's just that like any any enemy if they just like get like a three round burst on you like a three second burst on you you're just like all the way down to like barely any hp and it's really frustrating to play a game like that where it just kind of feels like you're just like peekabooing with enemies like around cover um and, but I understood that people really liked those games, and I was like, okay, I got it. And then the sequel came out, and I was completely unhyped. Everybody was so psyched about it. I was like, yeah, whatever. I was like, I guess I'll check it out, because people have been really hyping up this story or whatever. Um, and when I first played it, I, I like rented it on Redbox on the PS4. And I hated it. I absolutely hated it, because it was the same thing, except it was even harder this time. And I would even like set it to the can I play daddy baby goo goo gaga difficulty, and it just didn't feel satisfying at all. And so again, I just went like fuck this game, fuck everybody who thinks it's great. I hate it. And then like I, I just became very salty. I, I it's it's a problem of mine that I get salty when I try to play something and I don't see what everybody else sees, and it feels like. It feels like I'm looking at one of those paintings that are basically just like a bunch of dots. But if you stare long enough, you see like the picture. And I'm staring at the same length as everybody else. 
and they're like, oh, there's the wolves. There's the wolves on a, on a cliff. And I'm like, I don't see anything. I just see dots. Mm-hmm. And everybody else is talking about how beautiful the wolves are. But I'm, I'm just seeing dots. That's how it feels whenever I don't. Can, does that make sense? So, yes. So. <laughs> yes, it does. It does. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, but yeah, so I pushed the game away. But then I got Game Pass for PC. Uh-huh. Xbox Game Pass. And it's a part of the Game Pass? And it is part of the Game Pass. Yeah. And I kind of just thought, you know what? Let me have a gaming computer now. Let me give it a, another shot. And I really liked it. And I guess the, my only problem with the game was really was the combat. Uh-huh. And so the good. solution to the combat is just don't play with a controller. Play with mouse and keyboard. Because uh-huh. I played it on the normal difficulty... And I had no problems with it. It felt really good to shoot. It felt really good to just, like, move around and dodge and everything. Uh, I was, like, there's, like, these giant, like, tanks. There's basically these giant Nazi tanks just shoot lasers. I was able to just, like, aim at their heads. Like, I was never... I was terrified of them when I played them on the PS4. And, like, now I'm like, fuck you. Like, I'm just gonna shoot you in the head with this laser and you're out of my face. Just gonna shoot you. Yeah. So yeah, it, it like it genuinely like I think like it's really good shooter mechanics. It really feels like fluid. It feels the way like super hot feels when it's like when you're super. like just looking at it in like normal speed. You're like looking at what you did. Uh-huh. It feels like that with shooting. Right. Uh, the, all the guns are great. Um, there's also the, the story. Story is actually pretty fantastic. It's basically... I heard I heard it was a very engaging story. The first game is about Nazis won the war, and they've taken over Germany and Europe. Um, and you know that, like, America's not doing great. Because they nuked America and basically made them surrender. Right. Uh, and so you kind of go in... It's basically plays G, uh, BJ Blazkowicz. After the first game, you kind of go on the suicide mission... And you, uh, to kill, like, the general of the Nazi army. And you're successful, but you kind of get really fucked up. And when the, your compatriots are able to find you again, you're just, like, a shell of a man. Like, you're, they have to literally, like, cut, like, most of your intestines and just, like, plug them back in. You're just, like, you're basically, like, in a wheelchair. You've been in, like, a coma for six months, and you only wake up because the submarine that you've been hiding in gets, like, found out by the Nazis. Uh-huh. And it's just, like, a man who is essentially just, like, coming to terms with his own mortality while also just, like, looking back at his life and just being like, fuck, like, it hasn't been good. Because it starts out with, like, it, you get, like, a lot of flashbacks about your family where you're, like, you have a Jewish mom, but you have, like, a Texan dad who married her for her money. And he's just, like, the biggest racist in the world. And he, like basically finds you and he just beats the shit out of you because you kissed a black girl mm-hmm. and like he makes you like to teach you how to be a man he literally like straps you and makes you shoot your own dog with Jeez. a shotgun and it's like wow what a piece of shit and you're like well there's a few racists but you know like America as a whole not bad right yeah. wrong the whole setup of the game is that you go in with the expectation to start a revolution in America, and you find out that America, just like a dog, just kind of rolled over and just kind of went like, no, this is great. Uh-huh. And it shows that, like, really, just because we won the war, that didn't make us the good guys. Right. We were just fighting on the other side. If we had been on the same side, we would have easily turned over 
all the blacks and Jews to the Nazis. Right. And, like, it just show, shows, like, how people, like, can still act like they're the same way, you know, in the 60s. Just, like, peachy and nice to everybody. But just, you know. Under a different regime. Now that they don't have to worry at all about racism, like, they can just be as racist as they want. Right. And, I don't know, just, like, the way it sets up that story. Um, the way that the characters are all, like, brought in. Like, the, how they come back. Um you basically have like a relationship with a with a woman and you you had a relationship in the first game but it's more developing on that in like a positive way where she's like pregnant and you're coming with terms of like being a father and it's like really nice it's it's not cliche in the slightest it's really engaging the whole way through cool i really recommend it like i would you recommend playing the first one as well yeah okay on pc on pc yeah don't play it on console because because I know my friend Matt, our friend Matt, he also hated those games. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was like the one person I could trust and be like, yeah, fuck, fuck Wolfenstein. But I feel like it's also because he played it on PS4. And I feel like if he played it on PC, he would Does understand. Would yeah. And I had that same emotion with Doom. Because I played it on PS4 and the controls didn't feel good. And also like the loading times are terrible on the PS4. So I think if I played Doom on this computer, I'd have a much better time. And I'd finally understand like why everybody loves this game so much. Imagine... The Halo games on the on the PC were probably the same way. I'll, I'll give it some so, time. And we'll oh see. man, Combat Evolved is so great. Yeah, on that Xbox, ah, so good. Anyways, sorry. What what time are we at? We're we're pretty good. Don't worry. Okay. Um, the last game I want to talk about that I played a while back and I need to get back into. So it is in the backlog now. Uh oh. Um, is uh the Outer Wilds. Oh, okay. I talked to you about a little bit yeah, of this game, but yeah. you don't know about this game. No. So, it's really, really unique. It's really interesting. Uh, basically, the setup of it is that you're this little alien who lives on this little, like, alien planet, but it's kind of very, like, homesy kind of setup like it's not very like technological you're basically like these guys who live in the woods who just have this little village but you're all really into space travel right. you're all about like discovering and becoming astronauts and it's basically like your fa- first day as an astronaut and um you basically go through like a tutorial where you just like go through like an overview of what the mechanics are and um upon touching this statue of a race of aliens that was like the predecessors, you know, like just like the Protheans or the whatevers or the aliens that existed first and then something happened and they don't exist anymore, but we're using their technology. Um, when you touch the statue, all of a sudden you get like a flash of everything that you've done on that day and you're like, what the hell was that? But you ignore it and you get on your spaceship and it's, a, it's like this little first person, it's basically a first person adventure game and you go on your spaceship and you can basically kind of like um, No Man's Sky, like you can just like go from your planet to anywhere on the planet and land there. No loading times, no anything. Okay, it's all just like all in the center space. Yeah, uh, and um, you just explore. And at one point, you're gonna die. But when you die, all of a sudden you see everything you did, like at that statue. You see everything you did again, and all of a sudden you're back to the moment that you started on at the campfire right before you got in your spaceship and you realize that this is like a Groundhog Day situation Uh-oh. and something is happening that's creating a time loop uh-huh. 
that is resetting the world. Something is destroying the, the solar system. Something crashes into the sun. The sun goes supernova, wipes out the solar system. You die, and then you come back to the mo- like twenty minutes before, essentially. And All right. it becomes like this giant mystery of you trying to uncover what is going on. And okay. It's really cool because it's ba- it basically you have like one of those like uh, cliche, not cliche, but like this is the stereotypical like giant board with just like a bunch of threads connecting to each other. Like I found this and this is connected to this guy and I got to talk to this guy. And it's all these different threads and you're just kind of going from planet to planet to uncover each one and you're basically you're stopped you, you'll you'll hit points where you're just stopped you're like i don't know what to do like i don't know how to get past this uh so you have to like go to a new planet and discover something else and follow a different thread until they give you information um it's also just like really creative like the way that they do like sci-fi elements mm. like there's a planet where it's it's basically like venus where it's basically like a well, that's not true because Venus is like, it's like rocky, right? Yeah. Well, this planet is basically made out of water, and it's got little islands in it. But once okay. you once you break through the atmosphere, there's tornadoes literally circling through the water like constantly, oh. and um, if you get into a into into a tornado, you literally get blown out of the water. And even even like the islands, the islands will like. <laughs> The islands will be, like, floating in the water, and a tornado will pass over the island and shoot it into the space. And then once the tornado passes, it just, like, gets pulled by gravity and just crashes back into the planet. What? And if you're, like, on the island, you're literally just, like, hanging out, and all of a sudden, whoop, you're in space, and it's just, you just fall, slowly fall back down. That sounds kind of horrifying. Yeah, it, it was terrifying at first. The whole thing about this game is, like, you don't understand anything that's going on, so just, like, it'll just throw concepts at you, and you just gotta roll with it. At one point, you find a planet that is, like, rock, it's, like, made out of, like, rock and metal on the outside, mm-hmm. but it's constantly being battered by meteors, like, pieces of molten lava that are crashing from, like, a molten moon that revolves around it. Okay. And when it breaks through, it, the, the shell breaks, and you find out the planet's hollow, but there's, oh. like, diff- there's, like, columns that are, like, sticking out from the, the shell, and at the core of the planet is a black hole so if you if you like if the spot that you're like landing through breaks you fall into the black hole and you like are teleported to another part of the solar system and you have to find your way to like get back to where you were right and it's just like things like that just constantly over and over it is so like crazy with the the like the concepts that it just plays with um, the aliens, like, you find stuff from the aliens, from, um, like, the, pre- the, the predecessors, for the predecessors, but they have, like, a special language that is basically written by, like, drawing lines, almost like, a like what's that, that movie? Arrival? Arrival. It's basically, like, Arrival, yeah, where they the just, circle. like, they, they write in circles, and you just, like, you use, like, your multi-translator to, like, break it through, and then, like, when you, like, get to, like, a new circle, it creates a new line, and you follow that line. And it translates all that into like English. Okay, that's cool. It's really cool. The my Outer, only worlds. yeah my only problem with it is and the reason I kind of stopped for a little while is because once you're kind of like in the thick of it, uh, the progression starts to like 
it starts feeling like breadcrumbs, like you're getting the little tiny breadcrumbs. But the amount of stuff that you're doing is so like intense yeah. that it's basically just like you go to like you're like oh Lenny says to go to this planet you go to the planet okay you gotta find this book and basically you'll have to do like a whole puzzle like I remember one is um you go to like uh, these two planets that are revolving around each other and one has a stronger gravitational pull than the other mm-hmm. and the other and basically just sucks it's it, the, the first one's like kind of like hollowed out uh, and there's like a, a city built in it but it's sucking in the other planet which is made out of completely out of sand so it's basically like an hourglass and then like uh, the more time that passes the more it fills with sand so the less that you have to explore so you have to like race through it okay. it's basically just me like running through this place and as it's filling up yeah and, and it's hard because like you'll die a lot I've died in this game a lot and every single time I have to start over get on my spaceship Go to the same planet, go through all this again, die again, do it again, and I'll go through it, and then I'll get to like the bit. I go like, okay, I found the book, and I read the book, and it says like, go to this other planet. And you're like, okay, and it feels like you. Sometimes it just feels like you're not uncovering anything. You're just being told go to a new place, go to a new place, go to a new place, go to a new place. All right. And I am slowly uncovering the mystery, but I'm very slowly uncovering the mystery. It's just a lot of tasks for little reward. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like it would have benefited better if, like, you get to, like, one planet, you complete this planet, and you get, like, a big chunk of lore. Like, like a reveal. Like a yeah. big reveal. And okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I it, think it, you gotta get that. There's so... It, it almost feels like... It almost feels like Lost. Like, I haven't seen a lot of Lost, but it's, like, every episode ends with, like, a little tidbit... But the mystery is just constantly. It's like just you still, keeping you. Invested. You will never know what it is until the very, very, very end. Right. And it feels like that where you're just like, "Tell me what it is," and the game's like, "No, just gotta keep digging, keep digging right. until all of a sudden I'll find out." And I don't know if I'll be like, Invested "Hopefully enough. it's not like Lost," and I'm just not just disappointed just with with the ending. Yeah, I mean, I can kind of see how like it sounds appealing. Mm-hmm. However, I could definitely never play that. Because I would get too, like, I need to know. I would end up YouTubing it. Because I'd just be way too, like, ah, that's too monumentous of a task, I feel like. Like, the way you're describing it just seems right. like... Right, yeah, I could. I think I, I, think I would just need more of a satisfaction return from, sure. from like, that, that many hours of gameplay. You know what I mean? I think, I think, yeah, I I feel like maybe at one point I, I might just end up watching... Uh, a let's play series just to like see what happens next but i i have to say like i just appreciate like how how trippy the game gets yeah i'm like, sure every it's, like, single really planet well is completely different every it's every single one is like a different like sci-fi mechanic that they want to explore and i guess and, it's like a good thing yeah and just like the 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 like just like finding something new that i could like never have expected uh just, and just like being like the it feels like you're like the first you are essentially the first person in the solar system to like uncover this crazy thing and it really feels like awesome and sometimes you kind of you end up finding a puzzle that you can't figure out once you like kind of hit that aha moment it's really magical but yeah it it gets too far and in between mm -hmm, too far and in between at, at the end but start pretty darn good cool um I guess the only other thing I could talk about is Sea of Solitude. I got that last week. Oh, yeah? An hour. 
I'm not impressed. No. <laughs> uh, well, wasn't that on one of our fantasy? Um, league? Yes. Oh, well, I guess we when we were doing, huh? Should probably shouldn't get into that. We should not get into that. You're but right. um, I should I was I was excited for that game because it was one of those uh, EA indie games yeah. that they were pushing after like Tangle. What was that game called? Untangled. No, it's not. It's like Unravel. Unravel. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, they had like Unravel, then they had uh, Get Out. No, not Get no, Out. That's um, a movie. Get Away. No. Um, a Way Out. A Way Out. A Way, way Out. Way out. Uh, yeah. That uh, co-op yeah. prison escape prison break, and then they have this game. Play. Just check it out. Uh, the Sea of Solitude, which is a story about a girl who turns into a monster, and she's in mm. the sunken city. And it's all kind of like talking about how like her mental health, and so I expected it's kind of to be like Celeste, which it also talks about like anxiety and depression and kind of like a mental journey. But um, I feel like this game so far it's felt very literal. Like it feels like I am literally a girl who has depression instead of just like talking about the concept, the symbolism of yeah. depression. And so it's like a little. I feel like, oh, this is weirdly on the nose. Also, the writing, the the, 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 the head person of this game is, I believe they're French. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought they were Swedish. Or Swedish? I, 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 I think she's French. I feel like I saw a tweet that she said Mercy once. Oh. Or whatever. She's European. And <laughs> if, I think she voices the main character. And I think she wrote the game and in, in English, and it feels kind of weak. It feels like the way people talk. I'm like, people don't talk like that in English. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody has like really thick accents, and I don't know. Characters are being a little weird, and I think I'm just gonna have to keep playing it to kind of see if there's like yeah for a sure a bit more to it than just like very obviously saying like I have depression. Mm-hmm. I'm sad, and I don't want to downplay it because I know that the char- like, the developers behind this are people who like all have had depression, and right? Have and they're passionate and this about it with anxiety. Like I'm like I relate to you, I relate to this, but uh, I don't know if you're portraying it in such a artistic way. But I'm only like thirty minutes in, so I can't. We'll see. Right. We'll see. We'll see what happens. So yeah, I'm excited for the uh, for the update on it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's the podcast, guys. We made it. That's our sweet shortest one yet. Hopefully, we can keep it around this time next time. Maybe, maybe it's. I don't even know how long it's been. Maybe it's a good thing that our fourth guest didn't show up. So yeah, we couldn't. We don't like him anyways. Well, yeah, it's pretty lame. Uh, but yeah, uh, thanks for thanks for sticking around for the fourth episode, right? We're at four. Well, we had a pre-log, but one, two, three. Uh-huh. Yes, episode four. our official fourth episode of Battle of the Backlog. Yeah. Um, please stick around for the next two weeks, and we're going to get a little more wacky with it, a little more fun with it. We're going to have okay. much more updates. I swear I'm not just going to play Final Fantasy XIV. I'm going to have a fun time for other things. I don't believe you, but I'm also scared, because what is going well, maybe on? Maybe I won't just talk about Final Fantasy XIV, but I'll be talking about Final Fantasy XIV, Heaven's Word, and Stormblood. And Stormbreaker. Shadowbreaker. Shadowbreaker. <laughs> Whatever. But yeah, thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next time. See you. Bye.